Won't somebody think of the clubbers? Any city that's positioned itself as a nighttime capital in the manner that Berlin has was bound to find the pandemic particularly distorting. Those famous big dark rooms filled with noise and panting bodies just wouldn't have the draw they once did, even if they were open, which they're not. So what to do with these iconic Berlin spaces? Irish writer and adopted Berliner Liam Cagney reports from post-Covid Kreuzberg. Like many others in Berlin, I've benefited from the club scene. Getting up early on a Sunday morning and cycling to the club to dance surrounded by weirdness is a miniature holiday. But now the club's doors are closed and the sector is economically imperiled. A few months back, Club Culture Day was announced. The 3rd of October would be a day of support for Berlin's nightclubs. I was happy to hand over 15 euro to attend an art exhibition in a temporarily reopened club space. I wanted to give something back. On a grey Saturday afternoon in East Berlin, I stood in a concrete yard outside the Kit Kat Club. Over my head, a sign said, Life is a circus. Under my coat, I wore clubbing gear, a red and black harlequin top, leather wristbands, black joggers. I had worried I would be overdressed. In fact, I wasn't overdressed enough. Around me in a courtyard bubbling with anticipation, it was all svelte tartan kilts, skimpy lingerie, studded dog collars, septum piercings. At Kit Kat, you overdress by not wearing very much at all. Club Culture Day was an initiative of Berlin's Club Commission, a cooperative organisation representing the interests of Berlin's nightlife sector. A Club Commission report found that, in 2018, a third of all tourists came to Berlin because of the club culture, and that they brought the city a total of one and a half billion euros. No wonder Ireland's new sister outfit, Give Us the Night, draws on the Berlin Club Commission. The masked security guard pressed his temperature gun to my forehead. I got the all clear, and in I went down the steps, through a cold, dark tunnel past flickering candles and exposed brickwork. In Berlin club lore, the Kit Kat Club is a grandee, the satyr to Super Club Trezor's Hyperion. It's a friendly place and fun, and its current home is a labyrinth of a building in the district of Kreuzberg. Its brand is, how to put it, permissiveness. The Kit Kat Club, I suppose, is an adult playground. There's a swimming pool, and one room is decked out in fake medical equipment, anatomy posters, IV drips, a hospital bed. But in this club, play is taken seriously. Kit Kat takes at his word the German luminary Friedrich Schiller, who wrote in his 1794 Letters on the Aesthetic Education of Man, Man only plays when he is human in the fullest sense of the word, and he is only fully human when he plays. Underground I passed candlelit corners, Memories arose of those nights of yesteryear. I recalled the dragon statue spouting fire over a dance floor teeming with bodies. I recalled a musician friend playing a gig while a Japanese woman in a sailor outfit cracked eggs over her body. I recalled a teacher friend, fuzzy-haired, disrobing and leaping naked into the swimming pool. And I recalled being frog-marched through the crowd by a bouncer almost thrown out for forgetting to leave my phone at the coat check. But now I began to feel guilty, because I was disappointed. Being in Kit Kat without the sweating crowd felt like being on a stage set with no audience and no show. 
despite the beautifully surreal art organised by the promoters Gagan, being back in an unpeopled club only made me miss clubbing all the more. I bought a drink at the bar and sat on a leather sofa. Along with a dozen or so other socially distanced punters, I was in a room with a red carpet and purple strip lights. A mistress with a leash led in a man on all fours with a leather dog mask. On a small stage, they enacted his canine kink. To my left, a screen showed a documentary. An Israeli man was talking about his BDSM relationship. He described his feelings of humiliation when, before his Israeli friends, a dominatrix demanded that he scream aloud, End the occupation! After an hour of Club Culture Day, I finished my beer and left. But this was not the end. Unbeknownst to myself, the Kit Kat Club and I were not yet through for 2020. A week before Christmas, I was staying at my partner's flat and having trouble sleeping. My breathing was shallow. The next morning at her workplace, my partner was asked to take a COVID-19 quick test. I got her text message around noon. Her COVID test had come back positive. Cue panic. Now I had to get tested. But where? I had just recently moved flat and I wasn't registered with a local GP. Where? Yes, where else but the Kit Kat Club? The Kit Kat, I soon remembered, had recently generously reopened as a COVID-19 quick test centre. You could show up and get tested without booking. Off I went, short of breath, walking a few miles to Kreuzberg to stand on that red carpet, not to dress up or dress down or revel, but to have a swab shunted up my nose. It turned out that I too was positive for COVID-19. I don't remember much about the two weeks that followed. They were a blur and were mostly spent horizontal. But I do remember having delirious dreams, carnivalesque dreams that quite resembled Berlin clubland. Liam Cagney there revisiting some old Berlin haunts and next time on Culture File we take an imaginary walk along the walls of Derry, sniffing as we go.